accurate. That's a great quality. Yeah, but at least now they know. Shit. I ain't gotta worry about talking behind people back no more. I just talk to their face. I'm so used to it. Shit. I used to, when I was dating my, me and my old friends, we used to talk shit about all the guys they used to date because they used to date losers. Mm-hmm. Um, and one time <laughs> I called my ex on accident because it was one of those like phone features where like place your phone face down and it makes a phone call or some shit like that for you what feature is or, that like, no, I think like, what he's saying is he didn't lock his phone before no no, yeah. no there's a feature that's a feature when you word it right no there's a feature on on Android phones where if you see uh, if you're in a text message like this and then you go like this it'll call Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I was like holding it in my hand. I wasn't like trying to pick it up, but I was like just trying to put it down. But I guess for that brief second, I went like this. It was like calling. And so I put it down. We talked shit for like 20, 30 minutes about him. And she, they were like, you're leaving him right now. I was like, yeah, he's a loser. Da, da, da. <laughs> and then it was on speaker the whole, t- whole time. I think he's the weirdo in that and situation. And then he yeah, just goes, he just, no, the at abuse. the end of the conversation, he was just like, hey, Brendan. And I was like, oh shit. And then I just hung up. <laughs> Did you I ever never, see him again no, after that? I avoided the shit. <laughs> but then at the end of the day, like he, he, cause he never tried to reach out to me. Yeah. So I was like, well, fuck him. But then we ran into each other and he was like, I can't believe you said all of that. Da, 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 da. I was like, well, you know, truth hurts. Can I say something that's kind of generalizing? Gay people are ruthless yeah. when it comes to like ghosting and shit like that. Oh like, yeah. I've heard oh, yeah. some stories. And We're pros. Y'all are fucking, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's true. Like We're y'all pros. just took all of bro dating and brought it against each other. <laughs> But yeah, what happens when those equal forces <laughs> yeah, smash? Gay people what it's like. ghost hard. Yeah, and but I, I, I personally, I prefer that. I want. You I prefer want. Prefer that. I want <laughs> people doing no, 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 objectively no, no, no. poor treatment. I want. I want straight up. Like you always know where you stand. With mm-hmm. gay men, there's a small percentage of them that play games, but for the most part, we're all here. I don't believe this. that to be true at all, Brendan. I don't. You have- just told me that you purposefully, that you accidentally call people, talk shit, not and on then purposefully, hang up. not on purpose. I said I used to do that shit all the time, but it's not because I did it <laughs> on purpose. No, you guys are. Mis- I'm not saying I did it on purpose. I'm saying I used to do it on purpose. <laughs> no, I, you're what saying you're that? adding the word on purpose. Okay, what you're missing there, is yeah, that that is an accident that I consistently made. Well, then you. Purpose? Ghosted him after that. Well, he was an asshole, so he deserved it. I guess I can, I can <laughs> sort of see that. There's there's sometimes where it's appropriate to ghost, other times where it's not. Sometimes it, nothing lo- needs to be said. Anymore. I think more times than not, ghosting is appropriate because wow. because because of this. If I tell you, and and let me tell you what my phrase, what my definition of ghosting is. Somebody does something I don't like. I let you know I don't like that. They start going off at the mouth. I'm gone. Okay. Disappear. That's not what ghosting is in like common sense. In like common, okay, uh, that's commonplace. But that is fair. That is a I fair do. thing to do. Because I don't mind Ghosting telling people like, to their face like, "Oh, I don't fuck with you because of this or that," or "I'm upset you did this and that." No, and that's then if, being straight. Yeah, up, and if then they don't want to like work on it yeah. or they don't give me an answer I don't like, I'm like, "Well, I just kind of don't need you around." Well, then let me let me ask you this and yes. answer me honestly. Yes, sir. Have you ever fucked around with someone and been like, "You know, I don't really like this person," and you just disappeared? No, I'll tell you. Okay, I'll be like, you never just disappeared though. No, I don't. Uh, I believe that from I, from him. I'll I've definitely you. done that. Okay. <laughs> well, that's what ghosting is. Yeah, ghosting is when okay. you're just like I have the wrong. I don't definition. really fuck. I don't really fuck with this person. I'm just gonna disappear. Ah, oh, okay. No, then I don't do that. I'm very communicative. I've only done it once. I th- I believe I've probably done it a few times. It count- and then they call and you're like, oh. do it to like people you don't date. Yeah, like, it's not like in a relationship. Oh, it could yeah. be anybody. It's literally, yeah. It's happen. definitely. I think mostly, I it's not. I do that a lot to people. It's I don't harder. Fuck with, yeah, though. it's harder to do in a relationship. I think it's easier when it's just like, let's like the one time I did it was I went to the Virgil, and it was this girl's birthday party. I didn't know it was her birthday party, but I was there, and I did have I, I had seen her around, and then like we made out, and she's like, "Give me your number." Okay, but that's that's the sexual factor. Is there a moment where there's not like what scenario? Would ghosting not be like because I I don't ghost people that I would have a sexual relationship with. But if it's somebody who, for example, I have somebody right now who's blowing me up consistently asking for files and they're irritating my. Oh, no, 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 no. And so I I think it's no, no, no. I think (laughs) I think it's usually with some (laughs) kind of like sex or romance. Okay, so like because I do that to people. No, you can ghost. Yeah, you can ghost people who irritate you. But I feel like let's say it's like. Right, like with that girl, I gave her the wrong number. 
by accident. By accident. Truly by accident. purpose, by But then she messaged me, and she was like, did you give me the wrong number? Because she got my number from somebody else. And then I was like, why did she get my number from somebody else? And then I just didn't respond. Yeah, she's maybe that turned you off. Maybe you were just turned off before, but. That's ghosting. Yeah. I don't think that you was ghosting because you meant to give her the right number. No, but once she got the right number, I completely disappeared. Yeah, so but also, <laughs> if, if the person who did it says it's ghosting, they had ghosting in there. Okay. Like, he knows he ghosted, okay. yeah. I would think. I definitely uh, did. I, I, my You've de- never ghosted. With now it. knowing what it is. Did I give somebody the wrong number And then when they got the Not right the wrong number Like just like disappeared Like some Let's say you were fucking around with somebody I don't just disappear okay. Like I'm I'm a loud person For me to just disappear Would be <laughs> That person would know where to find you Yeah, yeah. Like people, <laughs> Brendan just here and People echo. generally find me If they need to yeah. Even if I don't want them to Yeah And even then at that point in time If I have a, If I have to have a conversation with you Even if it's unpleasant I'll talk to you Sure But I'll just tell you Hey don't talk to me I, I don't like I have another question for you. Have you ever stacked? You know what stacking is? No. It's a new dating phenomenon where you're dating multiple people at once. Oh, I like, feel like yeah. that's not new, but maybe that's the term new. is that's a new. new term. Like, like uh, uh, yeah, like it's like, well, now it's or not stacking, stashing. It's a lot easier to do. Well, what you do is you date a person, you date a couple of people, and you make sure they don't have any, like, you make sure they never meet your friends. You don't really add them on any social media. Just so that they're not aware of what anything that's happening this? in your life. I was, I, listen, I've been reading a lot of articles All right. on Jezebel. Uh, <laughs> and stashing, I have not done that. stashing is like, yeah, you purposefully keep this person in the dark on your life. I think there so was that you can a fuck around. where I was dating where I would date like two people at once, but it was like for a very short amount of time. Like, I, were, week, were both people aware of it or? Um. Sometimes yeah. Sometimes like, no. But like, like you're like I'm going on dates. Yeah. Like yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I think, think that's kind of the the agreement until something is said where you two are like, like yeah, hey, we're we're uh, we're a thing. I, I think in stashing alone. you keep it purposefully vague. Yes, but I would argue that most of the uh, the typical dating, out of respect, you just don't. Say hey, I'm seeing somebody else. Yeah, yeah right. or you don't talk. You I would don't know. say I, it, I, but these maybe. terms are fucking me up because I'm like, I feel like. Am I a bad person because I've done all of these? But no. it's like, no, I think stashing I think, is like a natural thing. But stashing or stashing in the way that Edgar's describing it seems maybe with a little darker of intent. Like, yeah, it, instead it, of out of respect, it's these terms to label fuckboy behavior. Oh, like, it's okay. these terms to be like, this is what there are a lot of usually men because I'm not going to sit here and pretend that only men do it but usually men will do these kind of tactics and or behaviors and have gotten away with Who it for a long time. Who the fuck has time for that? For two No look a Listen lot of niggas, A lot of niggas do No Well then a lot of niggas <laughs> I've heard need, them a, talk. need a real career And job Because look When you're busy Like re, like like when you have a goal In your life That you're trying to accomplish With your life yeah, You but, don't got time for But there's shit. some people Who just get off on like You know Fucking like, with people Fucking with people I mean like That's rude I remember in college I like, wish somebody would waste my time like that Oh I'd be mad Oh I'd be like You stashed are so me bald right I got now. a foot for your ass right here You can stash this foot in your ass I don't know if you know what this term means. I don't think I don't think I got it right. I'm like super parenting right now. I'm a stash. I'm a stash ass whooping your way. But yeah, I think a lot of the things that any fuck boy would do are things that everybody has done at some point, but they've taken all those moves and refined them into a weaponized form. And that's that's what those there's a pattern to the behavior. Yeah, and it's like if I go into something saying, "Hey, I'm gonna find like three girls." But I'm never gonna keep. Then I'm gonna go blah blah blah. I'm gonna date them all. Versus, I'm dating a girl. We haven't talked about anything. Then I'm dating another girl, and I'm just not. Hey, I'm not yeah. gonna take all social media or pictures. Like, or that's like, different. Yeah, or like another example of what you're saying of like I am. T- I'm dating someone. I'm not really sure what it is, so I'm kind of afraid, and I'm not gonna mm-hmm. label it. Versus, no, I'm dating this person, but I don't want to commit, so I'm purposefully gonna avoid uh, the okay. conversation. It's yeah. all about intent, and I'll do everything like to keep them on the line yeah. too, not yeah. dating anyone else. Yeah. Um, but people like to use people as objects. This all collecting sounds them. like tactics that I feel like. I feel like TLC listed all of these things in Scrubs. Yeah, like in the no, scene. absolutely. The, the so, guy in Scrubs is a huge fuckboy. Yeah. yeah. So why don't we just why why don't we just stick to that? Can why do we have to keep renaming and rebranding? Well, because I think fuckboys with all language. Yeah, fuckboy. I'm I just think, complaining because I'm old. Because you don't, you don't know the terms. <laughs> you're hella pissed. <laughs> 
I think there's a social media aspect of fuckboys too that they kind of like oh, manipulate yeah. and use. It was easier for them as scrubs because they didn't have social media. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would say them. that I don't know. I think it's so much easier to be a fuckboy now. Well, I guess the to reaching out, but getting caught, caught up. Oh yeah, so getting like, caught is very easy. They didn't have to worry about uh, stash <laughs> they didn't have to worry or about scrubbing cookies. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now you no got Google Chrome it. and get your ass real quick. It'll save <laughs> your login. All you need is for somebody to go home and log in on your shit while you at work. It's a wrap, bro. Yeah, yeah I saw this your Twitter. Fucked you up. There was this Twitter hashtag this weekend that really drove me insane. It was scary, but it was like uh, things your boyfriend doesn't know. And this girl no. put all of his <laughs> that I know all of his passwords, and that freaked me the fuck out. Because like, yeah, like with technology now, there's so much easier ways to get caught up, right? Because there's so many things that you could have done in the past, trails. like it's electronic trust. My grandfather had like you know all of his kids from different women, and like that's something that he 100% couldn't get away with now, like. Mm-hmm. He'd get caught so easily. Yeah, their information goes quick. Yeah, and people know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I can know where any of you. I can know where the two of you are at any, at point, any point by just time. looking at Instagram. Or something and then like that. accidentally too, because like some phones have the automatic tracking. Yeah, like my mom's old phone used to. Yeah. Say like she would only visit me maybe once a month, once every month and a half, month and a half. But somehow it knew on those days that she was coming, and it would stay starting to tell you where to GPS to Joe's house. Yeah, She's like what? This thing's not in her calendar. Anything. No, it's just <laughs> a repeat thing. Yeah, my yeah, thing would do knows. that with pra- with Harold practice. Like it would be like this is the amount of time it takes to get to Ian's house. Yeah. And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? I'm yeah. not going there today. Yeah. The yeah. thing is, though, is that like at the same time. Because think about it, like, when we have MySpace and when you're first given, like, MySpace, when it first came out, you're like, oh, shit, I'm going to learn how to code and, you know, get my song up and all this other shit. And Mm -hmm. you do all this stuff. And over time, soon, everybody knew how to do that. And now you're just seeing the evolution in fuckboyism and fuckboy technology. Now, (laughs) the newest in fuckboy technology. (laughs) What uh, what would a fuckboy app look like would it be something along the lines of like tinder but like how would you keep people's like identity secret i think a fuckboy app would like like i think it would just help you be a fuckboy like you'd get a text and it would prevent you from sending another text for four hours like stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) or like uh look for different mentions of you yeah to delete them like things like that yeah that's that's pretty cool we should uh we should make that sell it to mark (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to help that. Uh, some there are already enough nerds that want that ha- to happen. Yeah, there's <laughs> no, enough nerds that want to feel that powerful. Yeah, we're gonna lose whatever battle <laughs> we're gonna ultimately. Lose. Uh, Just but an idea. I want to talk a little bit about watching the show. How you felt about that? Yeah, uh, it was a surreal experience. Uh, uh, as you mentioned, I'm a, I'm a writer. Uh, I've never written anything that's been made on such a scale like of course I've written a few of my own short films and directed those put up a spank or two but but different when you're yeah. throwing a piece of writing to someone else someone else so a big machine yeah a machine uh, so it was interesting to like see it and like be like oh I remember like arguing with Joe about that joke and being like, it's a funny joke, Joe, uh, and stuff like that. So, like, I don't know, to see some of that stuff pay off was very, very fascinating. And like you said, I wasn't on set for it. Like, so to see someone's interpretation of some of the things was very interesting. Yeah, I've had that same experience where it is, like... I And recently I was watching the new Kimmy Schmidt season mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of... I was still keyed into watching 5 at 305 for some reason. And watching it through that lens where you're hanging on every sentence in a different kind of way. Like, is this going to be funny? I think I was keying into it because that show to me, I laugh more at that show than anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm paying, it, yeah, I'm paying attention to every sentence because I know Absolutely. it would be funny. Absolutely. But then it, when I'm watching my own show, it's, is this going to be funny? Yeah. You know? But it was the same wavelength. And I was realizing when you watch anything like that, like... It's bad. Uh, I mean, <laughs> so I've been like in a way, like it's very hard for me to, the first time to watch that show because I'm watching it w- with, with that. Like, oh, if there's if if I'm not cracking up every seven seconds, but I was watching K- Kimmy Schmidt and not cracking up every seven seconds yeah. watching it like that. Yeah. You know, uh, did you uh, go to film school? Mm-mm. Uh, OK, I remember like 
the first quarter after film school, I went home and tried to watch movies with my friends, and they all hated me because I was watching movies in that way, where I was just like, I just learned all this like new, this new terminology and all these like concepts and stuff like that, and I just over applied it, kind of like in the same way where yeah. that, that kid who comes out of psychology does. 101 and he's just like, you're bipolar. It's like, no, you just read about that, and you're yeah. like trying to like, pretend. yeah, yeah. So I think that that's kind of like, yeah, I had a very similar experience to watching it, but. I kind of laughed while watching the episode. Like it was, it was a like, good episode too. I, I yeah. That, that being said, it was a very it's as funny as it should and could be. I think. But it's hard to not be critical. Absolutely. That's why Anna doesn't let me watch Westworld with her anymore. You were too critical. I break the <laughs> fuck down out of that show. <laughs> it, it's like a perfect fodder for that. Was that honest or like everything wrong with blank and seven oh, yeah. minutes or whatever yeah, that channel. Yeah, trailers kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. But, uh, yeah, it, it, I think they ended, they're they ending up getting better and better, I think, the episodes, mm-hmm. because like any show... You're you learning see, the, the format the of it. Everybody is, too. It's yeah. not just the, the writing, but them, the them too. The leading into it, yeah. So I thought it ended up being a really good episode, but it is like I was wondering how that, like, anxiety when I watch them the first time. Then when I watch them the second time, there's a little less of the anxiety because I can... I'm over how I feel about it or yeah. scared about it. Well, yeah. what's kind of weird was that something that took away my anxiety was like, oh, and this isn't to say that it wasn't good, but in my head, I was just like, no one that I know will ever see this or know that I ever did this. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. It's not for anybody that but the I kids, know. It, but kids, yeah, it's for kids. And like that was like really cool about it. But then I did also have this really dark moment where I was driving in the car and I was like, what if that's my only writing credit ever? Oh, damn, girl. And then I just kept driving. <laughs> and it might be. Yeah, it might be. It's very possible. Uh, I could die. Y- oh, you, you will die. I could. I hate well, to break yeah. it to you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is, uh, it's not a show. It's weird making a show that is... Think if you wrote Peppa Pig, like yeah. an episode of Peppa Pig. <laughs> Are you going to watch that and feel like a 100% yeah. of yourself? I don't know. That's the tough thing I about writing for others. You yeah. were kind of high when you wrote Peppa Pig. And so I would enjoy, If I was a writer for Peppa Pig I'd just get stoned and watch the show And be like yeah this is a great piece of work I, I, stand by this. I, I, I mean if in the right mindset The same thing with that If you watch it with the same way you would watch a Disney Channel show yeah. I watched a Disney Channel show For research for these and was like I kind of This isn't for me I'm not too into it yeah. It's going to be the same thing for this show For yeah. a lot of people but I think what's dope about it, though, is that you learn, like, a lot of, uh, like, what I kind of walked away from that episode was just like, oh, you know what? I could be better about where my act breaks happen. Because, like, watching it, I was just like, these commercials kind of went in a little bit of weird places. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, not really, myself, personally, not really being cognizant of that. And, like, that was, like, there's still some format truths that are going to be true across the board no matter what it is. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, I totally see this act break thing now where it's like you need to really be aware of where that's happening because it'll feel really weird if a commercial comes in like a spot that it doesn't fit yeah and like like uh, with we didn't have the benefit of tv timing either absolutely and also this network doesn't have regular regular commercials, commercials. so huh. it's a they just advertise their own tv shows well, which is so like disney like, channel disney channel does the same thing oh they don't have any they don't have any commercials besides their own stuff damn that's how much Disney's making. Yeah, that's how rich they are. They don't have advertisers. (laughs) And it's just, yeah, I think it's like a different kind of thing when you don't have that, like, hey, we need, we're going to time these. Yeah, there was zero network pressure, Mm. which, not saying that that's a good thing, but there's some, like, kind of, like, truths or things that you have to hold on to when you're writing for something else, yeah. Yeah, and you're not really being in control of them either, because, like, there's pacing things that would change, too, if you were to shoot them differently or yourself uh but that's the thing not having the read through with everybody too yeah but so that's why i punched up some jokes or stuff like that yeah or just said like say it this way yeah but uh that being said it ends up you're like oh you also did things that i didn't know mm-hmm. i'm trying to remember but there was a joke where i was just like man this this isn't what i meant but okay but i can't remember what the joke was yeah, you'll run into those with that, and it's, I think, but it's it's such a, like, when I put on Spanx or anything like that, too, you Absolutely. think the joke is clear, and then the person the reads person it, and then read you're it and it's like, no, it's like this. But what's also dope about it is that sometimes, and that's I think you said about the read-through thing, is, like, someone will say a joke, and they'll say it in a way, and you'll be like, holy fuck, I've never considered it that way. Uh, I remember Jessica Euler in our Spank 
Like she just like read the cop in this way that I never thought of. And you can write towards that, but I think we didn't have that benefit because the show shoots in a completely different city. Yeah, I think that's the thing people don't realize with movies and TV is just how much it is rewritten in every other process. And uh, when it's not, I mean, that's why you want a lot of time and money on a TV show. Absolutely. Uh, That's why it sucks when there's bad writing. And you're like, really? Revisions and this is what we have? Well, I think even more so, I think what it proves is that Especially in movies, the last person to blame is the writer. Because usually oh, yeah, that writer will send in a script and whatever script you turned in is not what makes it to set. Yeah. Like producers put their hands on it, execs put their hands on it, they'll hire ghost writers to like quote unquote punch it up and stuff like that. Nice. And like gotta love that. Yeah, Steering it away from yours. the original vision, every artist it happens favorite. all the time. <laughs> yeah, I forget which writer I was just listening to. He was saying like, it's the your script isn't even the blueprint for the movie. Yeah, it's the idea that they were going to use to start to make a blueprint for a movie. Yeah, so it's it's heartbreaking that way. But if you don't care and you just love writing, then that's yeah. that's why I think so many people don't make it in TV. Their heart just doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. They even don't like being rewritten. Great. Yeah, they they just they're like, oh, if I'm gonna do this, I, I don't want to do it this way. Told me that I couldn't produce music the way I wanted to produce or write the way I couldn't write. I'd be like, fuck this. Yeah, you want to take the job, even if it was the job. You yeah, know, I mean, like, no thanks. Yeah, I'm Pass. reading the Daily Show uh, oral history book right now, and it's really fascinating because there are people who are just like, yeah, I just couldn't handle like, you know, not my joke being in the show, and, so, and they just had to walk like they just like left the show because of that, and it's just like, man, that sucks because. I don't know. I think probably because of improv and stuff like that, I'm very used to like, you know, you'll initiate something thinking you'll go one way and by the end of it, you're like, this isn't what I intended, but yeah, I had a lot of works. fun. Yeah. Or maybe no one saw it. Maybe you said that the greatest joke and it was in a five person crowd yep. and it can't really be, it's not going to be good again yeah. if you were to recreate it because yeah. it was an improvised moment. You can't be mad about that. It is just part of the, part of it. I think that was works. what was super dope about this experience was like, you know, I don't. I, I mean, you did say, and I don't know if you're being very sarcastic, but you're just like, oh, I wanted to write this one with you because it's like a little bit more of like about like emotional stuff and stuff like that. Uh, and I, I, I sometimes with you, I have no idea if you're being sarcastic or. or I don't remember job. most of what I say. <laughs> I just know you humans like to hear comforting words. So. <laughs> yes, uh, I like that one. Uh, but like, yeah, I was like. This isn't going to have, like, what I really enjoy in it, but, like, it was interesting to figure out the ways that I could kind of, like, put my voice in it and totally see the places where you put your voice in it. Like, Mm -hmm. I remember there was one joke when we were watching it, and it was in there, and I was like, oh, that was definitely Joe who pitched that joke, because it was very blue. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what the joke was, but I was like, this is, like, you know, like, you figure out your ways to, like, sneak in just a little bit of your voice in it. Yeah, yeah. Under those constraints. Mm-hmm. Um, which, at the end of the day, it's a kid's show, and I know your humor very well. That's It's not kid's humor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I think a lot of people would be surprised at that. What, but I, I would say I'm very good at it. Oh, of course. Uh, but well, you're, good you at would hum- never... you're good at humor. Well, thank you. Can you say that again? Uh, <laughs> a little clearer? No. Uh, you're but yeah, I think also... People don't realize I've worked with preschoolers for the past seven years, yeah. making jokes for them and things like this. Yeah, it's it is part of it, but yeah, my natural. If I'm just writing the script for me, it yeah. is crazy, pussy, punny. <laughs> uh, but like yeah. all the fun ones. <laughs> yeah, I think like, but like you said, that's the important part of being a writer is being like, how can I bring in my voice my contributions but a part of this larger picture that's not necessarily my own yeah and sometimes just how can i enjoy this yeah because some jobs i've taken i'm like this is not pleasurable at all and then you just have to find a way to enjoy it yeah Uh, maybe that'll be very small but you still gotta do it Mm. um that could be applicable to any job (laughs) yeah i think so like with music i can imagine if you had like hey you want to Every day I'll hire you to write music, but oh, it's jingles. Get, trust me, I get hired to do a lot of jobs that I absolutely don't want to do. Yeah, like at and all. They, but they pay. 
So I will take. And, and then, then you're do, not like playing them for everybody. Yeah, and then, and not to mention there are times where I do jobs where I'm not paid that I don't want to do, but you have to in this industry anyway to even get a foot in the door to talk to somebody who could potentially pay you. So of course I'm consistently doing work I don't want to do. (laughs) Very similar in our job. Yeah. Although I have some friends who are writers who are like I just don't do anything other than like write my own books, my own projects, whatever, because I don't want to make it a job. You can have, Um, which I I appreciate that. Yeah. Would you staff? I mean, you want to staff, right? Oh, for sure. I'll write for anything. I mean, to a to a degree, certainly. But like, I think that's the fun. Like, I said no to a job, and I brought. Up to Anna, I won't say what the job is on air. And I brought it up to Anna, and she got so mad at me. But like, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I mean, I've been called cocky, pretentious, all the words. But like, it makes sense to me that there's a line where you would like be like, nah, not this. Yeah, like and that show uh, was definitely the line. Who knows if they, like we won't prod it if it was content or whatever it was. But like, let's say even a late night show. I just am not. I know that's not a muscle for me. It would be a struggle. I could yeah. probably write some good stuff, but it feels stupid to say I wouldn't want a late night job. But yeah, I kinda, I but, the, but you can feel like you wouldn't like because like. They don't want you either. Like, you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. you wouldn't enjoy it. You're the last person they... Because uh, I was thinking about what Tina Fey said. You want to hire someone who you'd be excited to see at 2 in the morning. So if I know you don't want to do this, and I see you at 2 in the morning, I'm going to feel it. And you're going to feel it. Yeah. We're just both going to fucking like, hate just each leave. other. Yeah. Um, but I'd probably take the job still. <laughs> because, hey, we got to pay rent. Yeah. Yep. And because then I'll quit, and it'll be on my resume. <laughs> but then you always see those people... Who like You know they have like, like that crazy. one Saturday Night Live credit And that's all they have Yeah yeah And it just makes me be like Fuck It makes you wonder What What happened, happened. Yeah but, but I think it's probably More of like Everyone could tell They didn't want it Like it was there like are, a, They didn't want it They were talented But they didn't really want There's it There's a lot more people In creative industries In design In music In comedy In writing Um and I've I've learned this from being out here for ten years. There, the percentage there's a higher percentage of people who come into this and possibly are more talented than you. Then um, and and they will drop out more than there are people who are talented and stay along. Actually, the people who stay the longest tend to be the least talented, which is the funniest thing. The people who are the most talented they get into this to share their talent. And and I know this to be true for multiple singers and musicians particularly. They get in. To play, you know, we want to travel the world. We want to play, and then they see all the bullshit and all the politics and everything else you have to do to get to the point to where you can play. They get a taste of that first job, that first tour, that first show, and then they're like, "Fuck this! I don't want to deal with that person. I don't want to deal with this drama. I don't want to deal with coming out of pocket for shit. I'm out." Mm. And that's what happens. The ten, they don't want this ten-year struggle to get the pie. Exactly, and then that's... they end up like I have a lot of musician friends who follow this exact path. They go on tour, they come back, they become teachers. And it's not because they don't make excellent teachers. I have some friends that are musicians, some people in my band who are very talented educators and very talented players. But there's a difference from the people who chose to make this a side hustle for them to make their money and for people who went out and did the musician thing and had a little bit of success, but then came back and were like, oh, no, I'm just going to teach instead. Because what else do you do with all the education and all the years that you spent? Yeah, (laughs) and I I can't blame that because... That's I'm sure we've all had some sort of other compliment of oh you could be this mm-hmm. why don't you do that well because I don't want that ten year struggle yeah. to then do it I would love to be an actor on the WB lot with a big trailer getting paid millions of dollars I but like I don't to. want the ten year struggle to do that I don't like going yeah. on auditions and all that I like hunking down and writing, writing for yeah. hours that I prefer that for nothing for so long yeah. and then to kind of get something that I like so that's kind of the thing. I almost made a career switch, like right around when I met you. Um, I actually looked uh, at the there's a school in Florida that they teach uh, video game design. And I was this full sale. I think so. But full sale also hit me up for um, production. Yeah, they do everything. I thought so. Mm -hmm. So I I because I went online and I'm looking up, you know, schools that. You know, you can yeah. 
learned game design from and that was one of them but why did you point at me when you said florida did you just smell the haitian on me no you said <laughs> you you talked so i looked at you i, I look at word. people when they talk you said i was looking at a school ed in florida and you pointed at me oh i did you heard oh. him talk what you heard a haitian ghost floating over <laughs> <and> talking <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't i didn't notice that i pointed at you but maybe <laughs> I, my intuition knew you are you I'm, from florida uh no i'm not not at all okay but, but i am haitian okay okay uh are you first generation uh, yeah, first generation Asian American. Oh, nice. Uh, give it up for the. Okay. Yeah, give it up for my parents making here. it across the sea. Question for you, because now I want to ask. I want to ask Haitian questions. All right. <laughs> uh, pick your best one because we're gonna wrap it up. All right. I, I know you'll <laughs> you'll go, you'll on, go on for a long time. You'll ask him if he wore a dashiki after. No, I uh, no. That was specifically like, for him because he was from uh, Nigeria. I think. No, why Why did I ask that? I don't even know. You just wanted to bring it, but... Listen, hold on. Listen to the last episode. My You'll question, get the reference. My it's question is... Uh, okay. Because <laughs> I had to go through all of them. So I want to ask a bunch of questions. Okay. Mm-hmm. As a first-generation Haitian-American, mm-hmm. was there any practice or education of... Voodoo. I knew that was going to be the question. I, I, only because, only because, only because I'm Rate really, the question. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really intrigued by that whole culture, and and I do love. I I like to learn mm-hmm. about that, mm-hmm. but I'm curious because the thing is, is that I I'm, I'm I I am not Haitian, but I have met a lot of Haitian people in mm-hmm. Maryland. Of course, um, and, Haitian population on the yeah. East Coast there, and a lot of them don't. Yeah. And so I, I always found that to be interesting because I find that that whole culture and the whole practice to be very integral to Haiti. So sure. how come that doesn't translate over, but everything else seems to? Uh, yeah, I'll try to answer all eight of those questions. I'm just messing. I'm just messing. Um, so first, I'll, I'll kind of give a background of myself. I was raised Seventh-day Adventist. So I think that's probably a big part of why there is no voodoo in my family. What about uh, your parents, though? You s- they were they're Seventh-day Adventists. Uh, my oh, dad wow. was raised Seventh-day Adventist in Haiti, and my mom converted to Seventh-day Adventism when she moved to America. Oh, wow. Um, so, like, you know, they're devout Christians. So I think voodoo, even though some parts of Catholicism in Haiti yeah. have voodoo practices, especially around funerals uh i think that voodoo is associated with the devil so like uh uh, religiously especially like a lot of haitian americans are very very religious like catholicism obviously the number one practice there number two not very far behind it is adventism uh they don't practice voodoo because they associate it with with the devil the devil and like dark practices and stuff like that is that your opinion in my opinion, I don't fuck with it at all. Okay. And I was going to say, secondly, I was educated about it when I was young. Cool. Uh, and what I kind of learned about it was that it was something that a someone would use to like do revenge against you and do very uh, okay. um, malice towards you. I was never told stories of people using voodoo magic to do anything positive. Good. Not saying that it doesn't exist. Are, yeah, yeah. But that's how it was. Perceived. I know. I don't know. That's what I'm me. Yeah, I've <laughs> so, rarely heard of the good stories. Yeah. My dad would tell me like, you know, like people would leave money on the floor with poison on it and stuff oh, like shit. that, or like they would tell me about like the gillfish poison, or, like uh, like that puffer fish. If you oh, take yeah. out its gills and you drain it, there's a poison in it. Or if you give it to someone, it makes them appear like they're dead. And you go back and you wake that person up and you put them into slavery. So they would tell me all these Holy stories. Shit. So to me, voodoo is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like you know, they talk about people turning into werewolves and eating people. Like that, they would see these things. So and you heard all of these as a kid. As a kid, and then <laughs> told very seriously, very seriously, yeah, yeah, no cool. joke, nothing. And not like, hey, it's scary story time. No, like, they, they would say, this is what the country I'm shit. from is like. Yeah. And then they would say, do you want to go this summer? And I would say, no. <laughs> No. And I've never been. Uh, See, I I'm, may I'm go stupid. in the fall. Like, oh, that's but so interesting. I want to go. No, I do think there's an interesting part in it. There's a fascinating part in it. But to me, how it was introduced was like food doctors are these vengeful people that do really bad things. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't a part of that that is very American and or European. That and is hasn't like been integrated, integrated into, into the culture to be right, like. Right, right hate where you're from, hate the traditions that you grew in. That's very, very possible. I haven't done my research into it. That's what I think 
the more I learn about black cultures and, and religions, and I read a book um, last year about African ancestry and how we used to not pray to God, we prayed to our ancestors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I grew up, my mom would always talk about this stuff with us too. And the more and more I get into it, the more I'm finding that all of these things that uh, uh, particularly black religious ceremonies, yeah, um, they weren't always demonized, but when they came over yeah. things changed and so I'm like huh yeah. interesting oh yeah it's yeah. the erasing of everything like mushroom cults and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that even yeah. were destroyed by religious groups yeah, yeah. so I think that so. that might be a huge part of why it's treated that way interesting. but um I mean I'm not gonna ignore that part of it but it is a little a little scary yeah but yeah it's absolutely <laughs> terrible but it, yeah it was, it absolutely I think terrible. we could all admit it there's a very high likelihood that it doesn't have roots in being anything bad or terrifying absolutely. on the whole and mm-hmm. has either shifted towards that or the uh, how it looks has been shifted towards that. Yeah, yeah, Eurocentric culture forced it to be looked at that, you know. Yeah, like, oh, that's, it. all it takes is one white person with a magic mirror and to saying, say, hey, th- that's crazy, look yeah. at all my stuff. Yeah, you know, that's, absolutely. That's how it all went. Native Americans, the same thing. Yeah. yeah. But I want to wrap it up with one last question. Alright. Uh, what do we think about the Kanye album? I didn't listen to it. That's uh, what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> not listening to it. Uh, I liked it a lot. I don't think it's his best album. I think we were kind of talking about it. You can only go so many albums before they start to sound bad. Uh, you know, and I think that that's true. Like 444, great album. I don't think it's outstanding because I think that Jay-Z is too old to make an outstanding album. Uh, of course, people are going to hit me up with examples of old people who did make great albums. That's great. They're an exception to the rule, not the rule. Uh, so I think that this is Kanye later in life. I think he's running out of things to say. Uh, so some really great tracks on there Ghost Town I really like Violent Crimes I really like I Thought About Killing You is a very very great one Uh, but yeah album as a whole I don't think he'll ever top My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and I think that's the standard that everyone's measuring him up to and if that is he'll never reach it so let's stop measuring him up to it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I would say it wasn't good enough to warrant anything that he said yeah like it didn't it was never going to be I would love for someone to show me make an attempt uh, to like try to reason it never uh, was going to be I mean that's great like uh, again even though there is one thing in the world I knew there is one thing in the world that is good enough to defend its uh, uh, terrible remarks and that's Chick-fil-A and I don't understand it but it's very true despite Chick-fil-A being why why I don't know love chicken Nuggets that fucking goddamn much? Seriously? Brendan, I'm not Brendan. I was literally at Chick Fil A earlier today, and it caused fries though, bro? it caused it They're caused worth that much. It caused a block in the street. It caused yeah, a block it goes in the street. Out into and then I was just I like, "What the fuck is going on?" And I thought about. It, I was like, "Everyone knows that Chick Fil A hates gay people, but nobody, nobody cares." cares. Yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> it's like, on the edge of West Hollywood. Yeah, it's on the edge of West Hollywood. No, but listen, every time I come across a Chick Fil A, and I'm I'm at, I tend to come across them only when I'm at a gig because we got a break and we got to walk around before we go on or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we always find a chick fucking filet. Mm-hmm. And we go in there and every time I order the, the, the nuggets and the fries in the hopes that I'm going to eat this and this is going to taste like what everybody else tastes when they eat Chick-fil-A. Because it's It'll not make regi- up for homophobia. It's not registering for me. I don't get why this place is so good compared to all the other chicken nuggets. I don't know, bro. I don't know, it, but it, it is. Just, it, 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 not, it isn't it's because not of its qualitative features. It is because of its quantitative features that so many people are still going to it. So because so it I don't know how to explain I don't know how to explain it to you, dude. It just and is. gay people work at that Chick-fil-A that's on Sunset. Like it's so confusing. Oh, I'm like, God. but everyone knows yeah, that they hate shit. gay people. So Chick-fil-A is the Kanye fast foods. Well, I was saying that like that is the only <laughs> no, example I can think of of like something that can beat its like yeah. awfulness. Although Kanye, Kanye sort of because people are still listening to it. I mean, but I don't think that it's worth it. I, no, I no, think no that nothing's worth it, but. Uh, there's a certain level there's a certain <laughs> level of betrayal that once you hit that for your listeners we are done like and mm-hmm. and I'm sorry like his comments his attitude I, I tried to rock with him I was like oh he's gonna he's doing this to stir the pot but I, I, can't, I can't does the fact that he's bipolar change any of that for doesn't you? change anything interesting because I find, I, because that's I know, the part that I find interesting no, 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 in no. I know people who are bipolar sure. I know people who are met, who take pills every day sure. and they control the, and they are able 
to keep themselves together. I'm not saying that. Yeah, Kanye, but those people don't have millions of followers, and I'm not here to defend Kanye. I'm not, West, I'm not, but I'm not saying. Hey, well, I'll <laughs> defend his music certainly, but it's like everyone's given up on defending the, his comments. Yeah, right? no, it's, I mean, it's there's just, no defense. I don't care. I know people who have mental health, and to sure. say that mental health issues, and to say that mental health issues, people would say something like this is almost. Like a slap in the face to them. They are very cognizant. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I, I don't. I don't agree with you at all. I've heard homeless people say things that Kanye mm-hmm. says. Like you know what I mean. Like I think that there's a level to Kanye's rants, and and this is what I take big issue with is that we're here for Kanye's rants when it's about stuff that we like. We're here for Kanye's rants when it's like, oh fuck yeah, 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 yeah. But the moment his rants go into a place that we don't like, we abandon him and we forget, that's and that's true. what makes me upset. I've said. I mean, I'll. That's that. And then, I'm not, not saying, all of us do, Edgar. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. Say Say, look, I bought his, I bought the sweater in the digital album. <laughs> look, the thing is, is that I, I want to, some of us are still here. I want to take away the mental health argument around Kanye because to me that is sensitive. That's unfair. I know mental. No, it is not unfair. Is I know unfair. mental health people, and they and and they are able to conduct themselves better than Kanye. It's the reason why Kanye yeah, has. You listen, can't listen, paint let me finish, all let me mental health with one stroke. That simple, I don't. I'm not saying way. that it's that simple. But what I'm saying is that th- we cannot blame this. On mental health, we're not this blaming not, it on. This mental is not health. a contributing factor. The truth of the matter is that Kanye lost his damn mind when Mom died. When Mom died, yeah, that's a big event. I know. I know. When Mom died, Kanye could not cope. Kanye could not cope. He couldn't deal, and he even said it in his songs. Yeah, he talked. From that point time. on, he was changed. For people to out of nowhere now be like, "Oh, he's bipolar too," even if he was this whole time, we're not going to pin this on mental health. We're Kanye's not being pinning, a dick. We're not pinning it on mental health. Thing. No one's saying that's an excuse for his behavior. But I'm saying a lot of people are bringing it up like it is, and that's I'm, what I'm saying. What I don't I, want that. What to I'm be. saying is that it does leave room to be an open conversation. The whole argument mm-hmm. of like, I know people who bipolar and they don't say something like that is no different than being like. I have black friends that don't get stopped by the cops. Well, yeah, it's the same kind of it's the same kind of simplification. I, I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, we're not going to pin bipolar disorder. We're not on Kanye pinning it this. on Kanye saying that. I'm saying that. I'm saying like it's this, very this, this his this disease mm-hmm. this disease mm-hmm. does not cause people to just go back and reinvent history like Kanye does. Well, he did. <laughs> it doesn't. I'm he, sorry. Well, it doesn't work like that. Like, I think you're. I think you're. I think he said something that's very dangerous, and I think that that sounds like a bipolar person. I think he goes on rants at two or three in the morning. That sounds like a bipolar person to me. Like, well, I, I think his uh, what he's I, me, his words. He's I saying really stupid stuff, but the problem is that his words have power. Yeah, absolutely, I, I, I agree with that. But I, I don't think that doesn't mean he's not bipolar. Like, I'm not saying that he is not bipolar. I am saying, I am saying that the words that he said continuously, repetitively, yeah, over and over and over again in absolutely. different applications using different words, he says it state a thousand that times. this is a thought, this, the evidence proves this is a thought out idea that he has had in his head for, for a while. It is not due to bipolar disorder, as bipolar disorder, especially bipolar 2, which he claims to have, mm-hmm. can attribute to spontaneity and brand new ideas that can come and then go. This is not an idea that came and went, number one. Number two, we we don't know that to be true, though. And I think based it, off of evidence, proof. well, in a way, I think based off of evidence, it is new. It's why it's so shocking that he's saying all of these things. In a way, I he said it consistently. I feel like a lot of Jesus was what he was saying on his tweets and at TMZ, but he was saying it slower. Like when you put, mm-hmm. you know, the, it, when you put the TMZ interview with then the tweets after that about it, it paints kind of a different picture. Yeah. Not It doesn't forgive it necessarily because I think the problem is him being on the TMZ and saying that is a, too weighted of a sword. But if that wasn't a song and it it came and he was able to prove his point in four to eight bars then that was Jesus everybody was either with yeah. or with it was the same thing he was he was saying but that's not what to I'm say saying. it's he's eloquent been, or good or he's whatever. been talking about he so that that has for him to make him. a song and to defend these points Means that, again, this is this is an idea that has festered. Th- that that is. Did you not- see like how the song was made? Like he shows you a video of it. The man's fucking erratic. He had an argument with 
T.I. and said, you know what? We let's stop arguing. Let's make a song. That's an erratic behavior. And you just say that. Yeah. You just say what you said. That's, yeah. That's erratic, dude. No, like, it's not like this thought out. Like, no, no, no. That's he's fucking, he's off that his, he's off is his creativity chain. because every artist I know, every producer I know in the moment, they do that. Sure. It's consistent. Well, sure, but problem, they don't do that. They don't do it while arguing Trump they, points and yeah, being a they black can. person. Yeah, they can. That's they how can. you get, that's how you get tracks okay. that are, that Here, are Here's how I'll simply explain to you, I, like, Look, I'm telling you because I, I work with producers. I, I know, I know, I get that. But I'm saying that you can be crazy and still uh, and still have all your motor functions. My grandma can prepare her husband's lunch perfectly, perfectly right now. But guess what? Her husband's dead. Yeah. So she's still doing it perfectly. It doesn't mean her that mind she's, is operating exactly. On the, on and so Kanye can still produce a perfect song and still be fucking nuts. I, it could be about anything, and it would still sound good, but it would just be about something. Exactly. Crazy. I know. And the reason why I'm defending this. To, to the death and I will continue to is because I know live with work with have friends that actually have this and, and deal with See, it and that, not, I take and issue me, with the fact that you finish. say actually I take finish. issue with the fact that you say actually, well, actually. They, they, they have they have bipolar 2 and their behavior they do have moments there are things that happen there are big events that happen there's big emotional events that happen but the way Kanye acts even if he is bipolar this is not just that. Sure. This is this is continuous mental stress. This is this comes down from him being depressed. This could come from him having bipolar. This could also come from the stress that he's placed under as being a public figure, as every artist has to deal with. You know, I think you, that's what makes his bipolar probably act out different than your friends. And they it, don't have most of those things. And it's never an excuse. It just is a thing to yeah. consider. That's the and maybe it's not to consider yeah. anything. I mean, if there was a condition that made you stab people, but that's just how you were made. Well, is that I'm just forgivable? Saying, no, I, I mean that's an extreme example. But no, but you're right. And, it's not and, forgivable. And and I I don't think I don't think he's act at the end of the day he has been mm-hmm. acting differently versus when he first came around. Would you agree or disagree? Absolutely, I'd agree, but that's how mental health works. That's 18 years of... (laughs) And, not to mention... No, well, I'm talking about big changes in the personality, which occurred normally when somebody goes through a big life event or depression hits, right? Which, obviously, both have hit him. So what I am saying is this. If Kanye was bipolar then, if Kanye just recently picked up bipolar, I'm saying that this bipolar did not cause this to happen. Oh, certainly. I'm I'm also going to say agree with that. I'm also going to say his thought process, his thought process as far as supporting Trump is concerned and and being here to promote Trump and over a span of time, Mm -hmm. that is also not not a a byproduct of his bipolar disorder because it is a well thought out idea that has had time to form. When you have bipolar and you have ideas like that, they can I don't disagree with Just the display of it. I think if every celebrity... acted in that way, saying exactly maybe what their affiliations were, what their desired affiliations were, mm-hmm. even yeah. political, things would be not too dissimilar. Yeah. That's kind of the problem is uh, voices being very you magnified. Too many people, too many cooks in the kitchen. Just because he is a, a great musician doesn't mean that <laughs> bipolar <laughs> or not, that he, we anybody needs to follow his words. Absolutely. Right, and right. I'm not arguing for that. And I, and I do like uh, some of the things he says on a huge way. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it, I think when you look at bipolar and what if it caused that thought or not, it caused maybe the flourish of how he... And that's all I'm arguing is look at the behavior. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying look at the thoughts. Of course, the thoughts are ridiculous. I don't support Trump. I don't believe in Trump. What I'm saying is look at the behavior. Yeah. And I wonder what other artists do have his same affiliations, but just aren't doing that. And And that we follow. And that's the thing is he has said it. He made the mistake of saying it. And uh, maybe even if he's just kind of talking out of his ass, like, you know, many people are saying, oh, he supports Trump for all these stupid reasons. That's a whole mm-hmm. argument in itself. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I will say also that a lot of black women have been saying, like, keep that same energy when Azalea Banks drops an album. And I think that's a very fair thing to say. I, I, I will, because I think that, like, we kind of cast aside crazy people, but, you know, and I and I th- especially as artists, like. I think I'm just still traumatized, and I bring this up when I talk about Kanye. 
by the documentary What Happened Nina Simone and like are we labeling people who are just assholes as crazy I don't like that I don't like this I don't, don't, like, this. I don't like that because is it, no I'm talking about Azalea Banks because I don't think she's simply an asshole either I don't think she's I think she's just a mean person I don't and there think are so. just mean people who do just mean shit just because that's I, just how I they truly are. don't think that she is just mean I think that there's something like there's something up but do you are, know do you, that there's something that's what I'm saying we need to stop assuming that things are mentally this is look my mom's an RN this shit is real guys like yeah, we cannot my, just go both of my not, parents are RNs. we can't <laughs> we can't just go around labeling this person has that this person has that because we saw patterns or because of the way that they acted or because even they said it when you have a mental disability you have to get checked out there should Absolutely. be a piece of paper here's the that one got I will this. say and there are people there are more people than both of you guys know that are out here going to see psychiatrists going to see doctors nah, nah, about, we, I think I got we shit. get it we're, we're mental they're, health they're like nothing there is one here. type of mental health that is the problem it's whatever the white people are doing to black artists to make them go crazy <laughs> <laughs> and that is what the Nina Simone situation is to me I wouldn't disagree with right? that I mean that's kind of what it's not so it's it's more about how whatever it is Attacks whatever the there's the, an invisibility to their pain. There's an invisibility mm-hmm. to their suffering. There's an yeah. invisibility to their existence and their needs. And I think that that's what we're kind of saying. And like I'm not saying that Azalea Banks being a mental health person excuses her behavior. I think she's still culpable for the the person that she harassed on that airplane. I think she's still culpable for uh, you know bleaching her hair and all that stuff. I'm just saying that a she, larger huh? <laughs> how dare anyone bleach their hair? Well, I think it was her hair and her skin, right? That she was like no, trying no, to like appear just white, put like that. But like I think that like uh, uh, and you think that qualifies a person for mental instability? I think that her behavior qualifies her for mental instability, and I'm not saying that as like a knock to anyone with it. Again. I have mental health issues. I take medicine for it. I go to a psychiatrist and a psychologist to deal with it. But I'm saying that a a much larger conversation should be had around it and what happens to people who are in power. Yes, because we don't see them as people like us. Yeah, yeah. We think that they're just dancing through it. Um, Interesting. Well, let's go off that. Guys, <laughs> Edgar, where can we find you? Uh, you can send all your disagreements to <laughs> Edgar Mopazier on Twitter or at Awfulgram on Instagram. Uh, please check out, uh, I guess I'm saying now that it is a web series. I forgot that I was not telling people what it was. I was just dropping the title. Uh, uh, Sad please. Boy Edgar on my Twitter when I drop it. Uh, and that's about it. Very good, Brendan. BrendanLee.com, everybody. You know where it is. I will be posting all of the tour dates on the website, so keep it locked. I haven't posted anything yet, but that's just because I haven't announced it, so stay tuned. I forgot. Yes. You can check me out on the Culture Kings podcast on the House of Works Works Network. We'll have that in the show notes as well, so people will be able to find it. Dope, dope. Uh, And JoeCabello.com for everything, at JoeCabello on Twitter. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.